Salam and welcome to Being Muslim Feeling Stuck, where we embrace faith as our anchor and source of healing. Join me in exploring the depths of faith, finding guidance and cure in the words of Allah and the teachings of His beloved Messenger, peace be upon Him. If you're seeking solace in your faith like me, this podcast is tailor-made for you. Together, let's unlock our potential and find renewed strength in our beautiful religion. Hello and good afternoon. It is one o'clock where I am. I hope you are having a good day wherever in the world you are. You deserve a good and happy day. You deserve to feel good today. You deserve to feel excited about your day. I hope you can find one thing to feel excited about today. Now, as the title suggests, heal your heart and validate yourself. Or heal your heart by validating yourself. Now, I like the definition of love that I read in Bell Hook's book. It was actually a definition by M. Scott Peck that he beautifully shared with us in his book, Road Less Travelled. And he defines love as this, the will to extend oneself for the spiritual spiritual growth of oneself or others. So that helps me. By the way, I wrote about this in um, in detail. Or rather, I expanded on my understanding of this in my book, which will be published soon, end of March or early April of 2023. The book is called, Is There Love Here? I will keep you posted on it. But anyway, the will to extend oneself for our spiritual growth And the word spiritual growth stood out to me. So, loving acts help us grow spiritually. And from that definition, I could also surmise, also determine non-loving acts. Non-loving acts do not help me grow non-living acts have the potential to hurt me and cause spiritual decay. So validating ourselves helps us grow, helps our heart feel good because it is a practice of trusting what our heart is saying. It is a practice of trusting ourselves but if we have 
been ignored if our feelings have been ignored before or if we learned that our feelings are wrong for some reason we might have a hard time trusting how we feel about something someone some place this could have developed this mistrust or distrust could have developed after a traumatic experience with someone maybe we were deceived in a relationship and upon reflection we realized we ignored the warning signs maybe we have expressed our feelings to someone and they made light of it and so we learned not to trust how we feel so i want to share an experience i had a few years ago my beloved cat ice passed away in 27 i'm sorry 2020 in 2020 and the weeks after her death i could not eat i could not work i just lost all basic functions of my body and I was like, yeah, okay. All right, so I'm just not that hungry or okay, I'm not able to sleep right now and I was not able to sleep. I was tossing and turning until 6:00 in the morning. I decided to go seek professional help. My trusted mindfulness mindfulness therapist from him and upon sitting down in the room he said to me you don't look too good and i told him yeah well i've not really been eating since ice passed away okay let's just pause this for a moment let's just order you some food and i was like no i'm okay and he goes no you're not and it's okay to accept that you are not don't force yourself to change how you feel and in that session towards the end when we were meditating i actually fell asleep i i think i fell asleep for a good 20 minutes and when i woke up i apologized i was like oh my god oh i just dozed off there and he goes yeah your body must have been really tired and so that's an example of how we well that's an extreme example of how we ignore how we feel you know i wish i could validate the pain of everyone because that is what our pain deserves it deserves to be validated our pain they are messages from our heart our bodies are intelligent and when they speak through 
the feelings we get, the emotions and the gut feelings we get. We sometimes don't listen. And this leads to more pain, more difficulty. I'll give you an example. When we hurt ourselves physically, when we scrape our knee, for example, we see it. We see it and what do we do? We treat it immediately or whatever the case may be, immediate or not. We treat it because it's staring at us. We see the wound and we tend to it. We take care of it. Our emotions, how we feel, they're more invisible. We don't see it. The only way we know it's there is by feeling it. We know it's there because we feel it. And our only job is to validate that it is there. Because if we were to ignore our scraped knee or broken foot or fever or flu like we ignore our emotional hurts we would not be well today we would not have all these medical advancements because we don't address the problem we ignore the problem and when we ignore something like a broken foot or a scraped knee, it gets worse, right? Have you tried getting through a sprained ankle, just leaving it and hoping for the best? It gets worse. After a few days, if you continue walking or running, the pain gets worse. You're meant to rest it, give it some tender loving care, limit your movement. The same can be said for your emotions. You're meant to slow down, take stock of what's occurring, give it the attention and care it deserves with the purpose of healing it with the purpose of being able to function normally. We can't walk normally with a sprained ankle. So, it's a practice of trusting yourself. Trust yourself that the pain is real. It is real. How do you know it's real? You're feeling it. Validate it. Our hearts are very fragile, yet very resilient. And so we have to take care of it. Notice when it's hurting. Validate when it's hurting. And relieve yourself of the emotional pain. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it useful. I would love to hear any comments and feedback that you have on it.
All the important links are in the description box, so please make sure to check those out as well. Have a nice day.